This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. James Brown says it. So we're back on this fantastic feel-good first responder Friday as we march forward to the AFC Championship game here in Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, and we'll give our predictions Later, but I, I tell you what I hope does not happen, Jeremy. Yeah. I hope no one in purple fumbles the way Ed just fumbled over there. <laughs> you noticed, huh? I saw it. Did you see all of it? Yes. You sure? You may not yeah, have no, I think you that. missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. My pen, you know, you see something in slow motion falling, you're trying to catch it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to hold on to a notebook, my pen, the computer. I end up, the pen drops. I reach down to grab the pen in midair and the Headphone cord is in the way. I knocked my headphones out of the <laughs> the outlet, so it was great all the way around. Hey, you're, you're leading a a great. Uh, it's a, it, this is a great way to lead into the weekend. Is what I'm trying to get at. I get to the show. Think. Yeah, you fumbled on the first carry, man. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was, it was good. <laughs> you fumbled on the first carry. You know Hobbs gonna sit you. Oh, I'd be out, Rob. We were clicking when he was gone. We oh. were clicking. How are you gonna bring him back? <laughs> all pro Ed Norris. Oh my gosh, dude. I I. Oh my uh, gosh. I was guest bartender last night from a basketball program at Big Falls, is what Jeremy's talking about. I, f- I forget the guy's name. You know, can you listen to this show long enough? You know, I can't produce names. <laughs> cool guy. Was not annoying at all. So, this is not where I'm going with this. Seriously, cool guy. We sat, we talked sports, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> he dropped the bomb on me. He says, Yeah, Rob, I don't know if you saw it because we're Facebook friends, but I posted. You know, if the Ravens win it all, maybe if not, trademark Andrews, you can be really restocked in the draft. And I said, eh, it's the dumbest idea ever. I mean, And he kept going to give me scenarios, and I said to him, and, excuse me, there's nothing that you can say to me that convinces me to trademark Andrews. And he said, nothing? So I'm thinking he has this. <laughs> now he has, aha! <laughs> And he gave me some scenario. I'm like, nothing. Why can't we have both? Why can't? And I don't think these. I don't think a lot of these fans were never at a position in their lives where they could have more than one. Again, <laughs> I think it's this feeling of I don't deserve it. I don't deserve to be this good. Something's I, wrong. I don't know. Is that? I think it's just a fear that something's going to happen. Like something is going to cause you to lose. It's that mentality. It's that very I feel like possible, but yeah, I know. But like that, 
bringing Mark Andrews back, could it be a reason why they lose the game? Sure, it could be. But, like, anything could be. All right, Jeremy, let's, let's go with that. You don't want to bring him back for this game for chemistry. I don't think that's a good idea. But trade him? Are we going that for trade Mark Andrews? Well, it's a young man's game. He's 28. How old is Travis Kelsey? He's a tight end. They they play old. <laughs> that is tend to play a little older than wide receivers. This feels so weird to me because I think Mark Andrews is a good all-around player. So not only do you get better in the passing game, you also get better in the blocking in the running game. So like, I, I don't. I, I understand the the fear of like chemistry and everything and how it can get messed up. But you're not just adding a random player in. You're adding a player, a pro bowl that, uh, that's uh, been uh, on this team. Pro. He's been on the team again. Chemistry. Mm-hmm. You didn't pick up somebody from you know from the Eagles. You know, nobody knows here. It's like he's he's been on the team forever. And then when I said, well, "Why can't you have two tight ends?" The response was, "Well, you got Charlie Kohler, huh? <laughs> huh?" So I you just... want me to go from having Andrews and Likely to Likely and Kohler, huh? <laughs> well, look, I I still think you could have a very very good um, you know team. If Andrews wasn't here, they've shown you that down the stretch. But I can th- I think you can have a much better team if he is here, which I just don't understand it, man. I like I don't get why, uh, you know, even when it starts with the trade stuff, I understand what people saying. Hey, I want to bring him back slowly. He gets he gets however many snaps. Maybe he will be on a snap count this weekend uh, when he gets in the game. But I'm not the least bit concerned about it. But when Rashawn showed up last night and uh, doing Rashawn like things. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> Throw Rashawn like things. Today's a special day. We'll get more in debt with it at the top of the 7 o'clock hour. But, uh, Jeremy, today, special day for you and for all of us, really. Yeah, it's uh, Mo Gabba's 18th birthday. He'd be graduating this year. Um, you know, we all know the story, and I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, quite a bit. But I get asked about Mo more than anything, or he gets brought up to me. Um, and now, like, Andor Reynolds County Public Schools, uh, today's Mo Gabba day at every school. Kind of a cool thing, man. Like to just to see. Look, I know how special he is, and I know a lot of people out there do too. But uh, to see all that's been accomplished, and I know, like you know, we we help give him a little shove, but that's all him, man. Yeah. You know, like you you give somebody a a, a podium, and then they get up there and wow everybody. That's that's the talent. It's yeah. not you know you just gave an opportunity, but kid was special, and I, I'm just glad to see the things are still going on, including the mo in the end zone. Uh, for the Ravens in Baltimore, and then right. the Orioles are continuing that legacy on as well. If I was the Kansas City Chiefs, I would be so home saying right now, well, nobody told me it was Moe's birthday weekend. Yeah, see. How you set the game up in Baltimore yeah. on Moe's birthday? We ain't got a chance now. Y'all forget, Lamar, forget Lamar Jackson. He ain't got to play Mark Andrews. Forget the defense. <laughs> it's Moe's birthday weekend. He ain't losing to Moe's birthday weekend. <laughs> It's not gonna happen. You can't convince me that he didn't uh, push that that home run. Well, the Fairbairn kick that was in the Mo end zone that it didn't go off to the right and the home run. Yeah, on on Trey Mancini's the final at bat with the Baltimore Orioles, dude. I mean, when you said that yesterday, you know, no, two days ago actually, you know, Friday's Mo Gabbard's birthday. I'm like, dude, put the money on the Ravens. That little dude produces some weird things in sports around this town, man. Yeah. And, he likes, <laughs> and it always goes in favor of the home team. He likes pull-away games, so maybe maybe this will be one of those ones where you don't have to worry about it in the second half. But either way, just come out with the W. Vegas yeah. in two weeks, that's what you want. So we'll talk more about Mo in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, anybody surprised about Raheem Morse? 
Uh, no, not really. I am. I'm surprised. Well, so that he's back in the uh, head coach. No, no, job? no. I, I think he's a not good Bill coach. I'm surprised that. Well, like, look, you, you know how I feel about Pete Carroll, but there's no question that he's a good coach. You know, so you you got Carroll, Belichick. Yeah. Who else am I missing? There's another one, and and including all the up and coming uh, for the Titans, um, uh, Vrabel, Vrabel, Vrabel's still out there. So I don't know who's going after what. I just know that there's what three jobs left now. Can I say this about Belichick? I said this when he when he finally separated with the New England Patriots. I don't see where teams would be falling over themselves to hire Bill Belichick at this point of his career. I don't. I'm not saying he won't get a job. I just don't. I didn't see what made him the number one candidate. He has a recent string of failure. I know he has a long line of success. But you're telling me you don't doubt what that success is linked to? Now, of course. Exactly. I mean, so <laughs> what makes him the number one candidate? What changed? They He was the Patriots. Brady goes to the Buccaneers. The, Bra- the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, and the Patriots take a dump. I mean, And he's selecting players for them yeah. on top of that. Yeah. I just – I think his career is what it is. He's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches ever, in my opinion, the greatest NFL coach of his, of his era. But – that's been tarnished a little bit. Always going to have questions now. Yes, always. I just I couldn't hire him. I couldn't hire him. The only the only issue I'd have with hiring him would be that how much control he'd want. And to to Rob's point, he had a lot of control uh, in the end and who they were drafting, which direction they were going in, uh, a lot of say with the front office. They didn't draft all that well over the past couple of years. So um, that would all. concern me about giving up power. That's why I never thought he was going to the Cowboys. Because, like, I, I don't see Jerry Jones giving up that type of power uh, to anyone. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I'm, I'm happy for some of these guys. Like, Raheem Morris had an opportunity before, but now getting another one. Um, was it Callahan in, in Carolina? That was out of, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but, like, that wasn't a name I was thinking of um, regarding with some of these other names. But, hey, I like seeing new blood get an opportunity. World is stupid at 645 with Jeremy Kahn. No one does stupid like Jeremy. Yes. Let that simmer down a little bit. Thanks, man. 48-ish hours away from kickoff. Have you had so much time to think about this game, and now you're a little nervous? And people keep calling this one of the biggest games in Ravens history. So I want to hear from you all. Rank this game in your top 10 all-time Ravens games. You don't have to give me all 10. Just where does this one rank? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 618 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. On this first responder Friday. Baltimore Ravens getting ready for the AFC Championship game, hosting their first ever AFC Championship game in franchise history. Taking on the, the champs, the, the Kings. Champ is here. Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, you know how sometimes you have your opinion about a game, and you feel confident about the game, Ed. But the longer you think about it, the less confident you feel because you sometimes start to overthink. Well, so everyone naturally, you know, because of their job, they, everybody in our business, they're pointing out all the possible ways that you could lose. And you start thinking, oh, oh yeah, oh, right. 
Oh, yeah. It's like, and then you start to, to doubt yourself. They're going to win this game. You're getting into the paralysis by analysis. Type yes. Deal. Mm-hmm. yes. You just sit there and you overthink. You think about yep. it. That happens in the gambling world so much when you're waiting for games to start and you're doing research. You're like, oh, that's an interesting nugget. Is that going to affect the way I'm going to do that? Might... And then all of a sudden you start changing your plays right. and mixing things. It always happens in daily fantasy. But you're right. Like This is something where I feel like they're going to handle business. I think the Chiefs had a nice little run here in the postseason. Things kind of broke their way with who they played, how the game went last week. Um, and, and look, they made some of their own. I don't, I, I'm not calling it luck or anything. You make some of that. But I just think the Ravens are an absolute buzzsaw for them. I think it's a terrible matchup for the Chiefs. So you don't have any second thoughts? Nope. Yeah, my second thought is they're going to win more than I thought. I really do. I think think it's a bad matchup for the Chiefs. The more we talk about it, the more you look at it. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs have a lot. I mean, obviously, they get Pat Mahomes. Yes, sir. You win the first. I was just about to say. They got 15? Pat Mahomes on the other side of the I know. Yeah. You ain't just having your way with Patrick Mahomes. Not at all. But they're bad against the run, and the Ravens have one of the best running attacks in football. I think they're going to gash those guys all day long. I just I do. Ravens have a, a much a much bigger advantage in the uh, turnover takeaway category. You know what helps them against the run? Pat Mahomes. But this so this year has they got been... special bad special teams. You know what helps them? Pat Mahomes. I'm walking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> If you walk out, I'm walking out. And then whichever way you're walking, I'm walking the opposite way. I, I get what you're saying, and I think in most years that would be, you know, a legitimate – it still is a legitimate take. Like, look, they've got the best player in the game, and we all can argue what you want. He has the easiest case to argue that he's the best player in the game, right? He's the best quarterback in the game. Yeah, well, okay, fair enough. You take umbrage with the quarterbacks. They're always the best players in the game, according to... No, I, I, no. the way I always say, and I said this in Rob Convair, shut up! <laughs> it's early in the morning. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I said Mahomes is the best quarterback in the game. Lamar is the best football player in the game. I like that. See, I knew where he was going with it. Yeah. Shut up! Yeah, I knew he was going. Sit down. See, but he, you know, did you know that Pat Mahomes had a career high in completion percentage this year? Okay. A lot of underneath. Career high. So he throws at, four yard pass. Of yeah. course he did. Yeah. Takes He's average seven yards in a tip. <laughs> That's because there were a couple of long ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but long I will ones. say this. Hey, I will say this though. The seven yards in a tip was a career low. It was. Was it? Yeah. He's normally eight plus. He's only had two years in his entire career where he was under eight yards in a tip. And this is one of them. Hmm. And his passer rating was, guess what? It's, in terms of him being the starter of the team, his passing rating was a career low at 92.6. So a career high completion percentage, career lows in yards per attempt, and passer rating. He's good. He's and good. also He's... his lowest total yards since 2019. The passing yards, I should say, since 2019. And by the way, things kind of changed once they started throwing the Rasheed Rice, too. That's That's become their best option from the wide receiver standpoint. And remember, that was a guy that they kind of brought along slowly this year. And people were talking like, hey, how come he's not getting more snaps because he kind of pops when he's out there? Like, you see him make a play, and before you know it, he was playing the bulk of the snaps at wide receiver one for them. Let's go out to Rob in Catonsville. What's up, Rob? Crimson players. Friday Eve, man. What's going on? Doing well. It's, it's, <laughs> it's actually Friday. It's Saturday Eve. Uh, oh, that's Saturday Eve. I'm sorry. Long night, long night. Oh, I got you. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I was just real quick, I was listening to Amy Lawrence show and they were talking about Mahomes 
and they said that he's the smartest running quarterback in the NFL. I heard it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't, I was like, yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, my top five Ravens games, I can't think of them all. But I remember as, when I was younger, that game when the Ravens showed up in Tennessee with the whole team dressed in fatigues, that was like the most gangster stuff I ever seen in my life. Shades of the and Miami then, uh, Hurricanes. That that was the most gangster stuff I ever seen. And then on t- after that, I had to say when they went to Denver and won, uh, when they went up to Brady House and they beat Brady up. Uh, and then most recently, that Thanksgiving, I want to say Thanksgiving game against the 49ers, that was a pretty good game. That's just all the ones I can think of off the top of my head. So but they played the 49ers that, on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I just thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Rob, I commend you for saying gangster stuff because I knew where you wanted to go with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how we do. All right, man. Y'all fellas have a good one. Y'all be safe. You hey, Ed, yeah. stay in your seat. Don't walk out. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Good morning, fellas. Morning. Hey, um, listen, I had to rank this number one for me um, because, like, you know, me, I'm, I'm, I was born in 1985, so I never got to see, you know, a Baltimore team host the AFC championship game here. So that's why I would say this number one. I was born in 71, and I never saw it either because I was like, after I was, before I was born. Born in 88. seen one, except for, except for Ed. And you know, Ed seen the Jets, right? You see the, the Jets. Jets. I saw the invention of the Jets. Yeah. See, <laughs> he saw when they invented the plane. <laughs> hey, you know what my number one game was, Rashawn? Number one Ravens game when I hopped on that plane, I went down to the Lone Star State, and I went into old Jerry's world, and I watched Ray Lewis at the end of the game say, that's how you shut this bitch down, <laughs> when he beat the, the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys in their final home game. You know, hey, man, I don't know why. Yeah. Wait, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I was just going to say, Rashawn, the fact. So are you going to this game? Yeah, I, I am, man. Um, you know, I was out with Rob last night, and he put me in the right direction with his oh, tickets. Oh, you got your tickets again? Yeah, yeah man. It was like a good deal, man, you know. <laughs> See, I like that. I like the but fact I, that he's Did get one for Trippy? Hello? Um, You know, Trippy, man, celebrity, man. You know, he probably already in there, man. You know, he's sitting front row. I got to sit nose, please. But, you know, I'm just thankful and grateful that I will be in the building. You See, know, Trippy will be there, but thanks to you, I heard Trippy won't be able to take any of his, yeah, his special man. mixtures. Man, I, I ain't know people be listening like that. Not saying y'all showing that problem, man, but they like pulled him to the side and patted him down last week at the game. I'm like, damn, man, my bad, bro. Like, for real, though. He you looked know, at but... you and he said, hello, Rashawn. I'm trying to drink today. Hello. Dry snitching Rashawn. Yeah, yeah my bad. Tricky, man. But uh, y'all have a good one, though. Right? You too. See ya. Dry snitching Rashawn, yeah. man. Sorry, ass. World is stupid at 645, but on the other side. Many people have come up with ways to beat Lamar Jackson. Andy Reid says, stay in your lane. Former offensive lineman has another take on this that may, uh, mm. may chap your ass a little bit. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes, the the Ravens are an incredible team, but there is a formula to beat Lamar, unfortunately, and it's making him go east to west. 
and make him throw the football. With Pat, it's kind of like you plaster guys and keep dudes in coverage and hope to God he, you know, you get to him with three or four. And and so it's it's a very it's very difficult playing Pat. And and with if you have the uh, the right athletes uh, from Kansas City, which they they might they could. You know, you could neutralize Lamar Jackson a little bit more with that running capability. Six thirty-three in the AM. Former offensive lineman, Tennessee Titans. Taylor Luan says the way you beat Lamar Jackson is to make him throw the football. Jeremy Con. Lamar Jackson completed sixty-seven percent of his passes, three thousand six hundred seventy-eight yards. Uh, talk about yards per attempt. A career high eight yards per attempt with a passer rating of one hundred two point seven. Your thoughts on that? Well, all right, so we're going back to the 2019 playoff game that the Titans won. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. Is, we're we're going to get into that where Derrick Henry threw a touchdown pass. Like, everything was – they had everything figured out, but they still needed a running back to throw a jump touchdown pass to win the game. But that being said, I, look, I, I'm fine with people saying they f- think they figured out something. And honestly, if I had to pick my poison, I think I'd rather Lamar be a thrower than a runner. But good luck, guys. Good luck when you sit here and talk about it now Now that he has weapons, now that he has an offensive coordinator that's not afraid of this. I also think that you know, the, this is one of my pet peeves, again, with guys who do analysis in sports. They ain't watching. Ain't watching. Ain't watching. <laughs> he's, he, he's, he heard someone say that, you know, a year ago or something. You know, he's inaccurate with the deep ball. He may have been listening to our show. I don't know. I may have said it. But, you know, and he's, he's going with that. The, he is accurate. Did you have you seen him lately? He's dropping dimes now. Well, that's like I mean, look, I love Shannon Sharp, but when you think about him, all the different things he was saying at the beginning of the year and the stuff he's saying now are totally different. I'm gonna tell you why I don't want him throwing the football against me. Lamar Jackson led the league in uh, yards per carry at five and a half yards per carry. That's impressive. He led the league, and we talk about his eight mm-hmm. yards per attempt, which is pretty good too. But this son of a gun averaged almost 12 yards per completion. What do you want him, averaging five and a half yards a carry mm-hmm. or 12 yards of completion? Yeah. His, I mean, I, I, that's the dumbest thing ever. I don't, I mean, and he completes 67% of his passes for a passer rating of over 102. Like, like Ed, you said Taylor Luan doesn't have to, uh, not watching the game. That could be true. I just think it's hatred because you don't have to watch the game. If you don't, if someone asks you about somebody that you haven't seen, mm-hmm. and you got to answer. This in sports. First thing you can do is what? Look at his stats. That's the first thing you can do, and maybe you can tell a story about him through his stats. Well, if Taylor Lewan does that, then he'll look at the stats and think, "Man, he had a career high completion percentage. Damn, complete a, a year high in passing yards. Damn, yeah." So I wouldn't even say that. To me, that's just it. Goes back to Jeremy. There is a rivalry between the Titans and the Ravens. Yeah. And Taylor Lewan didn't play this year, so he's part of that rivalry. Yeah, there's bad blood between the two. I think it's that, more so than not watching. Well, Because if you're watching football, everybody's talking about Lamar the passer now. Everybody's talking about it. I just think it's just his hatred, man. And, and look, it very well could be, um, you know, dislike or whatever. But it also could be him being in a football game where they – spoke it into existence that they shut him down and they did all these things when in actuality it was his second playoff game and his first one they ran the option the whole damn time. So, like... I, no, that was his first... Yeah, it was his second playoff game. You're yeah, right, because the Chargers. They, yeah, yeah, the Chargers came in with the undersized linebackers and played all those DBs. And yeah. 
Uh, and then, then everybody figured it out. Guess what? We ain't seen that since. You know when you can do that? Cover zero, figure it out. You can do that when you have Derwin James. Yeah. You know, it's just like the Ravens could do things because they got Hamilton and Agent Zero. You know, when you got special players on defense, you can do unconventional things and get away with it. Tony and Rosedale, what's going on, man? Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you? Man, I'm pumped up and ready. Now, I, I mean, you guys were talking about the greatest games you know, they've been played there. I've been to every Ravens home game since they've come, even Memorial Stadium. And that starts and ends with that Jacksonville game in 2000. I think the single greatest play in history might have been Banks to Shannon Sharp because that game defined us as a franchise. Ever since then, we've been looked upon as a different franchise. So I'm going to still put that Jacksonville game in 2000 because we had never beaten them. And like I said, since then, Jacksonville we've game been defined as... In Baltimore in 2000? Yeah. We had never beaten Jacksonville. And we had a big comeback led by Tony Banks. He threw five touchdown passes. And the pass that he threw in to Shannon Sharp... In 2000? That was week two, right? Yeah, that's week... I thought right. week one or week 30, two. It was 39 to 36. Yeah. And Jimmy Smith had 200 yards receiving. I still think that's the greatest game. And I want to bring out one point... Jeremy said things to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'm having a nightmare thinking about 2014, the Julian Edelman play, because we had that game in control against New England. And you can best believe Andy Reid, with his arsenal of plays, that somebody is going to get an end around, flea flicker, and pass the ball during, the, during this game. If I'm the Ravens, I'm doing serious background tracks checks on all receivers and running backs to see who's thrown a pass before because I'm telling you something like that when you're out man that's how you counter that see, and I agree with you Tony but don't you, instead of doing all of that just stay home <laughs> just, just be disciplined stay home that's it yeah yeah. you know you can do all the background checks you want it's, if you stay home and it's not going to work if you bite and not do your job it's going to work yeah I had all those background checks I still got this job Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. We do over under Chiefs Ravens edition at seven fifteen. But on the other side, Jeremy Conn is the world of stupid. Yeah, we've got some interesting stories here. South Korea is warning people of a social media trend: stop eating these things. This is unbelievable. We also have a story of an a Long Island home Ed that had a hundred exotic animals. I can't wait to tell you what they got from this guy's house. And lastly, Florida man steals a Good Samaritan's car. Before dying in a head-on collision with a tractor-trailer just moments later, we'll talk about it in the world of stupid next. Real quick, I wanted to read you this. Um, Did you guys hear the story about, so, Tom Holland, who's Spider-Man, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, he got his bonus from Marvel. It was a seven-figure amount. It was accidentally sent to actor Tom Hollander. (laughs) <laughs> in which he said it was more money than he'd ever seen. And you guys will know who Tom Hollander is if you saw him. He's one of those actors you're like, oh, it's that guy. He was actually um, he was in White Lotus the second season. The thing that I think most people would remember that he had a, a, a meme or a picture go viral. Remember the movie Bird Box that went on Netflix where you people were in the blindfolds with Sandra Bullock? Mm-hmm. He's the guy that makes the woman open her eyes and he's holding them open. Yeah. So you had that, you know, people send that. Oh, on that the, guy. Yeah, well, you're going to watch this. But when you see his face, you'll recognize him. But how crazy would that be? You get this money and all of a sudden it's two letters, E-R. That's added to it. And seven-figure bonus, man. I just thought that was pretty cool. Damn. Let's talk about this Florida man. Still a good Samaritan Sorry, that car. Bonus, it? Yeah. Uh, moments before dying in a head-on collision. Yikes. Play stupid games.
win stupid prizes. Florida man stole the car of a good Samaritan who pulled over to check on him after he wrecked his car. Are these like the videos we see in either, um, you see it happen in Thailand or South America where somebody pulls over and all of a sudden they pull a gun on them and then they steal all their stuff, jump on their bike and take their, you know, like all kinds of craziness. But that's exactly what happened. The that guy, almost happened to somebody you know. Did it? A couple months ago. Oof. They were told there was something wrong with their vehicle and get out. He's a mechanic. He'll show it. He looked around and noticed somebody was behind him too. Oh, geez. He said, you know, I'll get out, but it's going to be a bad day for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, after she pulled over to investigate the wreck, uh, the Sierra's driver, a 29-year-old man from Dade City, arrived on foot, stole her car, a Chevy, what does it say, HHR? God, my eyes are so bad, I don't trust it. It could be something so simple, and I can't read it. Leaving her stranded on the dark highway, according to the state agent. Could you imagine that? Somebody pulls over to help you out, and you steal their damn car. Yeah. What a scumbag. Happens all the time, though, Happens right? Happens all the time. Yep. One of my friends, actually, he was a captain at the NYPD. He got the fender bender on the highway. He got out to, you know, do the right thing. He got robbed at gunpoint. Stole his car, stole his credentials, stole everything. Unbelievable. Well, let's talk about this. There's a new social media trend. We've had to tell kids to do pretty much everything you didn't think you'd have to tell them to do. We've got labels on things because people want to eat it. Hey, that's uh, that's cleaning supplies. Well, maybe you I'll mean, taste like it. You mean the chicken salad sandwich was in there? No. Or egg salad? Did you, mine? Well, yeah. Well, no, that was a chicken salad. Chicken salad stole yeah. mine. Yeah. 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 Like that? I'll whoop that ass if I find out who did it. I don't. We'll both get fired. I'd get fired today over that chicken salad. How many years ago was that? Ten. <laughs> You haven't let that go yet? No, hell no, man. That was some ignorant-ass stuff. Who steals another I'm man's really sandwich? I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was hungry. Oh, my God. Dana, steal my sandwich? Anyway. <laughs> Look, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> people are now... Look, we, we've talked about Tide Pods. We've talked about people sticking crap into like electric outlets. Now people are taking toothpicks and deep-frying them and eating them. Toothpicks. They, toothpicks. They actually, when you put them in a fryer, they end up like rice noodles almost. You know, those crunchy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about when they're yeah. like. So they end up like those, but people are eating them. And now in South Korea, they're saying, don't. It's wood. <laughs> don't eat it. What are you doing? People are consuming the deep fried starch toothpicks with seasonings such as powdered cheese. Ugh. They've racked up thousands of likes and shares. Their safety as a food has not been verified. Please do not eat them. Food coloring is used to impart um, different, uh, what is it, a green hue from the toothpicks. Uh, it's made from sweet potato or cornstarch, which are seen as being environmentally friendly and biodegradable. But you shouldn't be eating this stuff, guys. No. So online eating shows called, hold on, I want to make sure I get this right, Mukbang, which often showed people eating excessive amounts of food or unusual dishes are popular in South Korea. It's very crispy, one TikTok user said in a video. It's a crunchy toothpick. Yikes. Not doing it. Let's talk about this guy that had 100 different exotic animals in Long Island home, including endangered species, which is just ridiculous. It was an animal house. A Long Island man was slapped with thousands of dollars in fines <laughs> after authorities discovered 100 animals, including a South African ostrich and other exotic animals in his home. The North Belmore residence, uh, you know that area? Oh, yeah. Uh, right where they found the the animals in the basement in the backyard. Among the discoveries were a lesser rhea, which is a South African ostrich, two peafowls, and scores of chicken, domestic ducks, and geese. 
the authorities also seized an endangered tiger salamander, a giant African snail, and a North American possum, as well as a pair of prairie dogs, an Asian water monitor, a savanna monitor, a Salcatotaurus, or Salcatotaurus, uh, and multiple um, dagus. Dagus. There's a, like all these exotic animals. So what's the plan? You just keep them trapped at your house, and what do they do with them afterwards? Do they just get sold to zoos? Do they have to put these animals down if they escape? I know if like we've had situations like this, and you both have dealt with wild animals, right? Mm-hmm. Or like yeah, it, I, I, this exotic animals. But we had that story in what Ohio. We had to kill all those animals that got out. Yeah. Monkeys, tigers. Mm. I mean, all just craziness. But you, have you had situations like this at New York? Not really. I mean, had that, we, we've here? had them, in, yes, but to a lesser degree. People keep, you know, dangerous animals in the house. A lot of the guys in the drug game were doing that. Um, but, you know, we call emergency service. What was that, like uh, tigers and crocodiles and alligators and stuff? like uh, Lions and tigers and bears. Yeah, all those things. Oh, my. Oh, hi. Have you ever wanted to own an exotic pet or had anything close? I'd like to own one, but I wouldn't. I like to own a leopard. What, you would? <laughs> oh, God, I don't want anything that could kill me. I had I, a, that's why I don't own it. I, I, t- I watched these two snow leopards playing with a tire once. They were smacking it around like a tennis ball. It was fascinating yeah, to watch them. I love watching animals, but like I had a, a pet boa constrictor when I was a kid. It got out. We never found it. Good luck there, Charlie. I don't know where he You're went. still hanging out somewhere? Somewhere. <laughs> he got out. We used to, my dad hated snakes, which surprisingly, he bought me a pet snake when I was a kid, and we had to feed it baby gerbils. It's kind of weird, but you want to watch the snake eat, you know, I think young men love that, like watching alligators and snakes eat. And uh, my like that. barber, well, the guy that owns the barber shop that Robbie goes to, not his barber, but the guy that owns it, had a gator. Was it a caiman or? There's so small many people one. on gators. Small before. one. Yeah. And they would have to go to the pet shop next door to get rats mm. or mice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it will put it in there. Over. Yeah. No. Oh. My mom had a, a sugar glider. Have you oh, ever seen those things? Yeah. They jump across the room and. Yeah. Oh, dude! I dated somebody. She went, had a sugar glider, two chinchillas, and um, what's Sonic? A hedgehog. Yeah, I had a hedgehog. Yes. Well. People are interesting, man. They don't I, do anything. They roll up to a ball. I told you the only thing I want now is one of those mantis shrimp. I, did, I could watch those things just go out and attack crabs for hours, man. They pop that thing right on the top of the... Ha! Bam! Ha! <laughs> You're doing it. Ha! Like, it's over. Ain't nothing you, I'm telling you, look up Mantis. I'm watching those videos all damn day. Getting my spaceship and Mantis shrimp. Whack! Whack! Over and over again, man. That's your world of stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. We do over, under at 715. Don't go anywhere. But on the other side... It's the birthday of the late, great Mo Gabba. We will celebrate as only we can up next on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 